thank you. We bless your name for the grace you have given unto us to be at this service. Thank you for the blessings, O oh Lord, that we have received in the name of Jesus. We pray as we learn at your feet this, uh, this morning, Father, teach us. Give us wisdom, knowledge, understanding to understand your word. And we pray as we study your word, may, may the word have meaning in our lives in the name of Jesus. And above all, may we be doers of the word. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank God for another day in the presence of God to learn and we shall go to without wasting time because the time is gone now. We go to page 21. Pentecost Sunday. We were at the church this morning to be told what the Trinity is. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit three in one. And so we are going to learn this morning on look at page 21 personal attributes that please god topic steadfastness in faith text first peter 5 8 to 10 please can someone read this text for us first peter 5 8 to 10 the aim of this study this morning to be encouraged to stand firm in the faith without compromise. Two, to appreciate the basis and significance of steadfastness of believers. Have you found 1 Peter 5, 8 to 10? 1 Peter 5, 8 to 10. Please, those who are outside, please come in. Please, you are welcome in. 1 Peter 5, 8 to 10. Be sober, be watchful, your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him firm in your face, knowing that the same experience of suffering is required of your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will, strength, will himself restore establish and strengthen you. Amen. So just as we said, to be encouraged to stand firm, just like that First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober, be vigilant. The advice to you, that is the devil, is rolling around. I decree, declare, it will not consume us in the name of Jesus. But if we don't want, to, want it to consume us, then we have to stand firm in the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we don't allow anything to shake us or to move us. So introduction, Apostle Peter admonished believers that whatever they suffer had been experienced by others before them. Jesus Christ told his disciples that they were bound to experience tribulations but they should be of good cheer because he, Christ, had overcome the world. When you look at John 16, 33, he said in, in, in the world you will, you will see tribulation. <coughs> but be of good cheer. We will always overcome the world by the power in the name of Jesus. If you can be of good cheer in tribulation, it, it will make us steadfast, stand immovable, and remain focused because of the glory that lies beyond our present situations. 
It says here that we should not look at what is happening now, the suffering, whatever we are going through, the persecution, that what we should do is we should focus our life on the what lies ahead of us. And what lies ahead of us is eternal life. Because whatever we face here, here on earth, God has the privilege to give us the grace to grow through it. But if we decide, no, I'm not going to go through, how can God do this to me, this, this, and that, then what happened? I pray we not go to eternal condemnation in the name of Jesus. Because they always tell people that when you become a Christian, some feel when they become Christians, they feel everything, you will not suffer, be like the song, me, I not go suffer, I not go beg for bread, I not go suffer. No, there is nothing like that. In Christ, there could be persecutions, there could be challenges, but Christ said he will stand in it with us. He says he will not leave us, he will not forsake us, that we should hold firm to our faith, believing that when we pass through this tribulation, there is something good for us, and Christ is in the tribulation. He will not leave us comfortless. He will always stand by us to go through the tribulation, and at the end, his name and only his name shall be praised. So study guide, mention some of the challenges Christians face today and how to encourage them according to 2 Corinthians 4.17. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 4.17. My sister, that's your Bible. Second Corinthians, please, 417. 417. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. So what's mentioned the challenge there, ma'am? Afflictions. Yeah. And he said it's not forever. Yes. It's only for some time. The afflictions. It's not forever. Then Thessalonians 3. 3. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. But the Lord is faithful. Yes. Who will let us save you from the evil one? Yes. But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. Some challenges that Christians go through today have to do with um, being nicknamed over-righteous. Yes. When you see a child of God doing the right thing, and probably he or she is insistent on it, they will try to prove to him or other, are you the only Christian? She want to call you fellow heavenly. Why are you so so, so consistent? Uh -huh. You are only claiming to be righteous. Uh, but I begin to wonder, are we not meant to, you know, pursue righteousness and grow in grace on a daily basis? So it's a challenge for a person who is not really um so um firm. It there is every tendency for him or to want to be tempted to compromise to want to adapt and um live by the world so it's a big challenge what other challenges apart from what we mentioned here that christians face today we have challenge over our health there are christians who face challenges over their health 
there are Christians who are being persecuted all over the world. Even persecution in the church. There is persecution in the church, just like my sister has said. Just like she has said, when you walk, when you do things right in church, even in the church, Christian persecute Christian. Talk less of persecution by the, the other religion. Then there are pains. We face poverty, Christians. Some Christians, they are poor. Poor, not in spirit, but poor physically. But God is always meeting their needs. Even the Bible says there will always be poor people amongst us. Even if they are poor, God is still meeting. Some of them, they are not poor in spirit. They may be physically poor, but God sees them. He will always meet them at their point of need. There is affliction, there is insecurity, there is lack. There is physical pain, all sorts that Christians face in this uh, world. There is, um, there, is a, there is a couple, there was, they are both late. Their daughter led them to Christ. They used to be, uh, be you know, they do jazz and so. Uh -huh, yes, very fetish, yes. So their daughter led them to Christ. The, the daughter was a very staunch Christian. And the daughter led them to Christ. And they received Christ. And they were serving Christ, working with Christ gradually. Unfortunately, that their daughter died. She wasn't even married. That girl even died as a virgin. So when this affliction came upon them, they almost lost faith. Because they said, they thought that... After surrendering their lives to Christ, when they were still in the world, that uh, nothing happened to their daughter. Now that they found Christ, look at what happened to them. Their faith shook. You know, there are times it's a challenge, but the Lord Christ is there for them. The Lord comforted them. Both of them are dead now. And you won't believe the two of them died within a year of uh, each other, although they lived many years after the death of their daughter. So B, and how and, and how to encourage them according to how do we encourage those who face challenges? How do we encourage them? How do we encourage them according to that Second uh, Corinthians four seventeen? Hello, ma. How do we encourage them? Let's look at First Peter five eight to 10, maybe 9 and 9 and 10. Well, the word remains um, our strength. We've read it earlier. He said uh, we should stand firm. Yes. As we established, I think, first yes, Peter yes. 5. Yes. First, yes. He uh, said 8 and 9. Nine. resist him yes so we should be firm in the faith that yes. uh, we are not the only one that uh -huh. you know has suffered one affliction or, yeah. or, or another yes and that god in his infinite mercy will restore we establish and strengthen us yes his own all. definition of strength and uh, restoration may be different from what we expect just like the example you gave not that god gave them another daughter but God will have 
know, shown to them that underneath are his everlasting arms. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Just one more. I'm sorry I'm late. I think the one thing that I got just by sitting here is that I think as Christians, we need to encourage other Christians who are being discouraged. And as Mama said, that they're not alone. And if you stand with them in their time of confusion, discouragement, so the least, if we, like uh, Auntie here said, that she knew of somebody, I'm sure the role of other Christians is to encourage these Christians who, after coming to the Lord, faced a setback with the child who brought them to the Lord. It is to encourage them and say, look, your child has gone to a better place. It is for us to work out our own salvation. It's an encouragement that we, I feel, that we can to, uh, to, to support them. Yes. They always say there are some things in the world that happen to Christians, to believers and non-believers. But the way the believer reacts differs from the way unbelievers react. You know? Just like I said, some who are poor, they start cursing God. Why did God make, uh, make me poor? They are poor in spirit, they are poor in soul. Some afflicted with, um, with disease or sickness. Some will say, ah, this is, this is what that is going to kill me. Meanwhile, a believer will still stand, even if it's called terminal disease, a believer will still stand firm that no, I will not deny Christ. Look at that lady. What's her name? Leah is an example of a Christian. Leah is an example of a Christian who is being afflicted right now, but she stood firm. And, if, and again, we should realize that there is a reward which is the most important. That even if you have everything in this world, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? So even the poor, the poor person, just like Lazarus and the rich and the rich man, the rich man went to hell. Lazarus, meanwhile, Lazarus went to heaven. Question two: Mention some of the heroes of faith who remain steadfast in the face of tribulations. Daniel three seventeen, verse seventeen and eighteen, then six and ten. Daniel three. <clears throat> 17 to 18. Acts 4, 18 to 21. Quickly. Daniel 3, 17 to 18. Yes. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. Yes. And they will deliver us out of, our, um, out of your hand. O King, 18. But if not... Be it known to you, O King, that we will not serve your God and worship your golden image which you have set up. So who, is, who are those there? My, my daughter. Shadrach, okay. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then chapter 6, verse 10. Then Acts 4, 18 to 21. Whichever you find. Daniel 6, 10. Yes. When Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house where he had opened 
May he had windows in his upper chamber open to towards Jerusalem. Yeah. And he got down upon his knees three times a day and uh -huh. prayed and gave thanks. Uh -huh. Praise the Lord. Lord. Who is that one? Daniel. Daniel. What's happened there? That they told the king said nobody should pray to God. What did Daniel do? That's a that's persecution. That's a challenge. Daniel said, Lie, lie, me, this God is my God and forever my God. Nobody can stop me from worshiping, from praying, from serving. Act four. That's as has uh, anybody found for act four. That's John and um, Peter and John. They face tribulation. So let's look at B. What helped them go through their trials and tribulations? Hebrew 12, 2. What helped them? Hebrew 12, 2. Hebrew 13, 8. What helped them? Hebrew 12, 2. Sam? Yes. Yes. For the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So, what's the answer, sir? What helped? What helped? Well, I mean, Jesus was not there at the time of yes. Daniel and all that. Yes. So, I think it was. I'm not they, sure. they faith. There was a faith. Yes, their faith. A they faith in God. Belief in God. God. Because the three Hebrews used yes. were very clear. Yes. That they believed and trusted. Yes. And if he said even God's if will. that's what we were saying. And the uh, the example of the of uh, of believers and unbelievers. That even if there are times if we are sick and you pray, Oh, I don't want to die, I don't want to die. As a believer, you do all that you can to do. But if God says it's time, what do you do? I remember when my mother was sick about 24, 25 years ago. One mama came to her house, her auntie, and said, Ah, Oluremi, kilo share, kilo share, kini kono. Ah, there is one, she said, Let me take you somewhere. My mother said, No. I will not go to any place. I will not go anywhere. And I mean, I was I was not young at that time. I was about 39 at that time. And she refused to follow her anywhere. And she passed on. Thank God she passed on to glory because she herself, she said, she confessed in the hospital in England that I have passed from life from death to life. That was her confession at that particular time so just like i said even at the point of death if you if you know god may decide you may not be healed but just like one reverend told us here years ago that what is the final healing many of us didn't know it on that day but he said death and death is the final healing because after death no more pain no more sorrow, nothing. Praise ye the Lord. So looking unto Jesus, on the author and finisher of our faith, if he's able to deliver us, fine. If he decides not to, it's also fine. So I'll encourage one another by the same today. So we are told 
Just like a prof said, we encourage people, we encourage with the word of your mouth, you encourage people with your pockets. There's no point, ah, it is well with you, my sister. And you know your sister doesn't have food to eat. Ah, God bless you. God bless you. That is a testimony, I don't want to say it, so that people will not think I'm sharing God's glory. Last week, a sister of mine, I didn't even see the text she sent to me. Then she now called me, she says, ah, she can't say, ah, did I not see her text? I said, no, I didn't see last time. I said, I didn't see her text to her. Then I looked at my phone, but she said, ah, my sister sent me jam, egg, and bread, and tea. And I had left the woman, and I said, what am I going to keep? So that my, this, my sister will not suffer. So fortunately, I had somebody, I didn't hold my ATM, that I could uh, give her the money, and I could not go back. So I fortunately, I had someone beside me. I said, please, can you transfer a certain amount to this particular lady? And they transferred the amount to her. To her. Later on, she just called me. At least that money will feed her for that particular day. And that is what we are enjoyed to do. May the Lord help us. I'm just sharing the 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 the, the um the testimony. That's why I don't want to say it on the microphone. That we should encourage one. That's part of the encouragement that praise the Lord. So in a world filled with idolatry and pollutions, what is the hope of a steadfast Christian? Matthew 10 22. In a world filled with idolatry and pollutions, what is the hope of a steadfast Christian? Matthew 10, 22. You will be hated by everyone uh -huh. because of me, uh -huh. but, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Amen. Romans 8. So answer that. What is the hope of a steadfast Christian then? You'll be saved. Yes. Rome 8, 18. 1 Corinthians 15, 558. Romans 8, 18. Yes, please. I consider that the sufferings of this present time yes. are not worth comparing with the glory yes. that to be revealed to us. Uh-huh. So there's eternal joy. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. I want us to read that. Be steadfast. Be Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, yes. stand firm. Yes. Let nothing move you. Yes. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. Yes. Because you know that your labor yes. in the Lord will not be in vain. Yes. Praise the Lord. Uh, what can you say about that, my sister? What is the hope of a steadfast Christian there? Your work will not be in vain. Simple. It's not in vain. So sometimes when we see we see those or some of us who walk, who do this, with some people, ah, I'll let it you. Who is the We know what we're going to gain. We know our reward. And that is why we should not be discouraged in anything, whatever God has placed into your hand to do, to serve God. People can discourage you. People can say things that you get discouraged. Sometimes you say, oh, can I continue? I don't want to continue. This is too much. 
this persecution is too much. This insult is too much. But that passage is telling us that what? That there is a reward at the end. So let us always think of that reward. Don't let us think of, I remember I read something in this Baba Deboye um, book, book, and uh, the open heavens. This is about three, four years ago. You know, I always do this sacrifice offering, you know. And there was a time, you know, that somebody, I don't know what the person said. I wanted, maybe I responded in a harsh manner. So this particular day, I read this Baba Deboye, um, Open Heavens, the devotional. He now said that even if you are not guilty or if anybody accuses you, that with a humble heart, you should respond. And since then, even if you say, ah, Mrs. Ladejo, you took my money. We just let you. You know? So since then, I don't get annoyed any longer. I will not. To the glory of God. It's not myself. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's why we are encouraging us that. And it told our lama wo. And it told our one share lama wo. And when it and jishefu. Tobani kema went and jishefu. Kuseni to ma shishe. Oluwa. Tori no. Let us know that the reward there one bear. Not even when you get to heaven. Even right here, you receive the reward. May God give us the spirit of steadfastness. He said, be firm. Be steadfast. Be unmovable. Those um, verbs, they are very strong. And when God speaks, when, God, when they write these strong uh, verbs, you should know that God is really emphasizing and that it is really important. You don't allow anybody to derail you. So, conclusion. For Christians, the journey to eternity may be rough. And it is very rough because the Bible says the way is very narrow. Painful and agonizing. Yes, very painful because what pain, sometimes you want to do what you don't want to do. You, you want to do something that you, as a Christian, sometimes there was a day I was coming to the church. I wore a dress. That dress, the hand was very transparent. I had left the, 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 the home, my house. They left the house. And I said, my spirit was saying, look, to me, look at your hand. Ah, it's not good enough for you. This is too transparent. I said, no. Then the spirit, that, that spirit kept telling me. You know, I went back. I had left home. I went back to go and change. So those, those, those are some of the pains we face as a Christian. Where others go, you cannot go there. I remember years ago when I used to go for board meeting at Paris. I used to go about three times, four times in the year. We used to, the directors, we used to go to this, um, what did they call it? This um, crazy, they got crazy horse, some of this, uh, um, where they dress, they dance in new, they house halfway. That was the day the Spirit just said to me, told me, hey, if God, if Christ comes now and find you here, ah, since that day, I don't go with them. I don't follow them. I wanted to go, but I don't follow them. So these are the pains. Not the, not physical. We are not talking about physical pains. We are talking. We are not talking about physical. We are talking about pain. There are some things as a Christian will do, and a non-believer will do. Even in the church, when you know yourself, who you are in the Lord, you say, "I will rather stand alone." And everyone with Christ is what? What did he say? 
you stand alone when even others are doing the same thing look i'm not going to do it there's that's me there's nothing you can say even my husband once i know this is the way i will never allow anybody to confuse me and those are the pains you go through maybe your friends are doing something but you find yourself as a christian oh i wish i could do this i wish i could wear this tie i wish i should do this but as a christian those are the pains it's not we are not talking about physical pains alone so Following the examples of the heroes of faith gone before us, we should be steadfast to the end as we win the imperishable crown of glory in God's eternal kingdom. There is an eternal glory waiting for us. Just like I was uh, the Baba who ministered here, one Baba on low Sunday. I wasn't in church, but I listened to the tape. The man said, if you go to hell, you have chosen to go to hell. God will never take anybody to hell because God said he does not want the death of a sinner, that a sinner should come to repentance. When I, when I heard that sermon, you know, it was a very beautiful sermon. I don't know who, I wasn't in church, but I bought the cassette. He says, if you go to hell, you have chosen because God will never send anybody to hell. I pray as much as we are in the presence of God today, we never go to hell in the name of Jesus. Let's look at our food for thought. It says, as we start the Christian race right and keep going right. He says, start it right. It's not keep going left. Say, keep going right. Let's aim to finish right and in glory, just as Paul said. Only I'm looking onto the crown. That's what I'm looking at. I'm not looking at what is happening around me. I'm going for that crown. And I pray all of us will reach that day in the name of Jesus. Memory verse, Matthew 10, 22. Let's read together. Matthew 10, verse 22. My darling daughter. Oh, yeah. So read. I will, will read along with you. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But let's say it. Um, let's say it together. And you will be hated, hated by all for my name's sake. Yes. But you endures to the end will be saved. And those who endure to the end will be saved. May the Lord help us in this Christian journey in Jesus' name. Father, we bless you. We thank you for that which you have taught today. We pray that nobody will take it away from us in the name of Jesus. As we have heard, Father, on the day of judgment, may you never be judged negatively in the name of Jesus. Make us do us of the word, so that at the end of the day, that eternal glory, we shall be there in Jesus' name. Amen. Says, Bagbo Ijoba Lereoni Bagbo Majen Kuno Majen Shino Baba Mu Mide Leo Mumidele Ugo. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. You are blessed forever in Jesus' name.